Boasa Racing Podcast. For official news and exclusive content, follow us on Twitter at Honda Racing BTCC and on Facebook at Honda Uasa Racing. to Rockingham in Northamptonshire for another weekend of the British Touring Car Championship and another podcast. My name is Rory McAllister. If this is the first time you've heard the podcast, then welcome along with the thousands of others who are downloading and subscribing for free each time on iTunes. You're very welcome. I don't know about you, but sometimes you just can't avoid a bandwagon, can you? And the nation at the moment just seems to have gone cake crazy with the great British bake-off on the telly. And I thought, well, it was about time we had our very own British Touring Car Bake Off and after getting wind that the 1992 BTCC champ and ITV commentator Tim Harvey was a cake fanatic I got him to come along to our VIP hospitality and test the baking skills of a Honda UASA racing superfan against the culinary expertise of the chefs and staff in our kitchen also still to come on the podcast our regular feature a different corner and also reaction from Matt and Flash on their weekend here at Rockingham. As it stood arriving here at the Northamptonshire track, the 2009 champion Colin Turkington led the way with 279 points, with Flash in second place, 23 points behind. But with handling a key feature on a circuit like Rockingham and the need for speed, qualifying was a tricky affair for Matt and Flash. And here's what the boys had to say. So, Gordon, qualifying here at Rockingham, you were ninth for quite a bit there and then just managed to shoot up to fourth for race one tomorrow. Yeah, uh, got a good run on the second set of tyres and um, just gave it absolutely everything. And it's, you know, a fair bit of weight in the car, but to be on the second row, at least I can race from there and uh, try and try and get in front of that pesky BMW. Indeed, and uh, Turkington had quite a good run today, again, despite the uh, success ballast that he's carrying. Jason Plato, with his appeal, uh, one as well, manages to start third. So, tricky place for you to start from. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, still outside of the second row, which is good. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that Jason is going to be absolutely desperate to to win, and and Collins obviously got to finish. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting first race. But you know, I hope that the Civic Tourer will look after its tires well, and uh, and we should be somewhere there or thereabouts at the end. You know, whether it's good enough to win or not remains to be seen but you know if we can just keep on scoring points and uh, and see how we go by the time we get to the end of the day on the soft tyre run Matt qualifying at Rockingham carrying no weight and ninth on the grid for race one tomorrow yeah disappointed if I'm honest um, but it's so close you know uh, but there was there was a little bit more left in the car but how much is another question but um yeah, a little bit disappointed, but Flash has done a good job. He's up in fourth, so we've, uh, we've got all bases covered. It looked pretty tough out there, though. I mean, I, I watched it from right up on the stand and stuff, and it's, it's not easy going, is it, around this circuit? He's got to hang on, so, um, yeah, he's got a bit of uh, head scratching too between now and tomorrow, but it means I'm in the thick of it for tomorrow, the start of tomorrow. So, being topical at the moment with the Great British Bake Off on the telly, uh, we thought it'd be a perfect chance to do the Great British Touring Car Bake Off. Uh, and to help us with that, we've got Dawn from Banbury, um, who's our baking mistress, and we have none other than ITV commentator Tim Harvey. Hello. Good afternoon. <laughs> now, Tim, we heard you like cake. Yes, I'm, uh, my nickname is the Buffet Slayer, never knowingly underfed, and cake is a staple, staple food for me. It's one of my five a day. And do you have a favourite? 
Uh, Victoria Sponge. Okay, all right. Now, I don't think we've got a Victoria Sponge for you today, uh, but Dawn, uh, you're our mystery baking mistress. I certainly am. So much of a mystery that I've actually told the listeners of the podcast who you are. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> now, you've baked something for us. You brought it here to the Honda Uasa Hospitality. So we've got Tim here as a cake expert to not only taste some of the culinary delights that we offer here at Honda Uasa Racing, but also your particular effort. Now, to do so, Tim, we do have a plate of cake Thank for you. you. There are five choices. Okay. The choices are cherry cake. Yeah. Belgium chocolate cake. Yeah. Rocky Road. Yeah. Almond cake. Mm. Mm. And finally, carrot cake. Yeah, good as well. <laughs> Helps in the dark. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Right, so um, we also have a blindfold for you. Okay. If that's okay. It's going to be a blindfolded test. Now, uh, Dawn, if you'd just be so kind. Now, this should fit. Yeah. And I'm going to get the plate here of... There it is. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. just reveal our culinary delights. And... Okay, now, that's the cherry cake you've got. First of all, do you think Dawn's made this? Yes. You do, OK. That tastes homemade. That tastes homemade. Right, so we're putting that down as a possible. Now, remember Dawn, poker face here. Mm. Poker face. Well, she's very nice, I'll admit more now. <laughs> mm. He likes cake, folks. Mm. So I am the man for this job. This is a task that should be left to an expert like me. You're enjoying this, Tim. Good. OK, right, now, so for culinary delight number two. Mm -hmm. OK, that's, that's the Belgian chocolate cake. Yeah, it feels sticky. What a great radio piece this is when you can't, you can't actually... Um, so what's the choice? Has Dawn made this or has it been... Or who else? Who? Or manufactured by the Honda Uasa Racing I Hospitality think team. the Honda Racing one. OK, right, so we're putting that down as a definite... You're ruling that out straight away. Mm. OK, that's gone. OK, culinary delight number three. Mm -hmm. right, now, this is the Rocky Road. Mm. That has got Dawn's stamp all over it, no question. Poker face, Dawn, poker face. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was definitely one of Dawn's, yeah. <laughs> right, Tim, culinary delight number four. I'm still finishing. Oh, you're still finishing right. that one? <laughs> Which one's this, though? This is the carrot cake. Oh, OK. No, that's not one of Dawn's. No, that's a Honda Uasa one. I'm not even going to finish that one. Poker face, Dawn, not, poker face. You're, really you're giggling. Why are you laughing? You're losing control. <laughs> <laughs> All right, OK. And we've got the armour one, which isn't going to be my favourite. Right. Left, don't we? You're just not going to like this. No. Okay, do you want to eat it anyway? Yeah, I'll have a go. <laughs> He's a brave man. Oh, it's He's a, a big bit. Man. I don't want a big bit. Mmm. Mmm. Better oh. than I expected. Oh, oh. Uh, this is, I reckon this is another Dawn one. Right. Mm. So the choices are you're ruling out the Belgian chocolate. Yes, you can, you can take, yeah, take your blindfold off. Thank you, Tim. Oh. So you're ruling out the. In the great British touring car bake-off, you're ruling out the Belgian chocolate cake straight away? Yeah, absolutely. OK. And you're also ruling out the carrot cake? Yeah, ruling that out. OK, now, folks, this leaves three choices. One of them was made by Dawn, which means it's between the cherry cake, the rocky road and the almond cake. Only one was made by you? Only one was made by me. Well, which one was it? She's not allowed to say. Oh, aren't you? No. I need to know. You've got to put me out of misery. I've eaten all this. Well, this is it, Tim. Drum roll. Okay. So it was cherry. I'm going to say the cherry cake. The cherry cake. Tim, would you like to change your mind? Yeah. You would. My next guess was the was the almond cake. Do you want to change your mind? Yeah. Rocky Road. <laughs> Rocky Road! Yeah! Oh, do you know what? I thought the Rocky Road when I tasted it, but when I looked at it, I wasn't so sure. Beautiful cake. Lovely. Lovely. I might have another bit. You, you 
Yeah. Well, you go ahead. While Dawn talks us through this magical recipe for all of the thousands of listeners we have to the Honda Uasa Racing podcast. Okay. Well, basically, it is 200 grams of chocolate. You can have all one sort of chocolate, whether it be dark or milk, or you can split it with 100 grams of dark chocolate, 100 grams of milk chocolate. There is 100 grams of butter, 100 grams of golden syrup, and then basically you can throw in pretty much what you want. Um, in this particular recipe, I've put in mini eggs, um, crunchy bars, because I couldn't get hold of any honeycomb, and marshmallows, but it's pretty much whatever you want, really. Okay, and then on a baking tray, grease-proofed... Yeah, grease-proof paper in the bottom of a baking tray, square tin, and put it in the fridge to cool, and when it's cool, chop it up and eat it. Okay, and how long in the oven before the fridge? No, no oven. Just oh, no oven, it's just... Fridge cake. It's literally in the fridge. See, it shows what I know about cakes, doesn't it? <laughs> And then how long to set? What, overnight? Until it's set, really. It just varies. Depends on, obviously, whether you let it cool before you put it in the fridge, which is probably actually a good idea because okay. you don't want to heat your fridge up too much. No, definitely. I mean, that's, that's the best lunch I've ever had at a touring car meeting. <laughs> Tim Harvey there, probably the nicest guy I know in motorsport. OK, you could probably add Alan Hyde to that list as well. All right, chuck in Steve Ryder as well. And, yeah, I'm going to have to add Murray Walker as well to that list. But a very nice bloke nonetheless. And it was great to have Tim along to take part in our great British touring car bake-off. Still to come then, reaction from Matt and Flash after racing here at Rockingham and after qualifying yesterday for race one with Gordon in fourth and Matt in ninth. Flash then finished race one in eighth place with Matt in 17th. Race two saw little improvement for the boys with Flash again in eighth place and Matt finishing 14th. But with race three, the reverse grid and the soft tyre option all in the balance. We'll hear from Matt and Flash at the end of racing later in the podcast. For now, a word on the track itself with our regular podcast feature, A Different Corner. Each and every weekend of the BTCC, I ask Matt and Flash about their favourite corners and why. Uh, I think it's probably five, six and seven, which is a big long left-hander out the back because rocking we use the infield. Uh, and it's somewhere where the, the Honda's handling really comes into its own. It really hooks up and gets us through there. There's a speed trap halfway through, and it's always Honda's right at the, right at the top of the pile through there. So, um, yeah, Honda, it'd be uh, turns five, six, and seven for me. And what's happening at the time when you're in the car? You're hanging on <laughs> <laughs> a lot. It's fourth, fifth gear. So you're just trying to manage it, manage the, get the front end in and then hold on to the rear. So it's, um, it's uh, pretty hair-raising through there. So, different corner, Flash, here we are at Rockingham, what's yours? It has to be turn one of the bank in the oval, you know, I think it's a unique corner in British motorsport. It's flat out, there's zero margin for error, literally, and uh, yeah, massive challenge. So what's happening in the car, what, what are you actually doing at the time? Yeah, you're just trying to stay alive, really. <laughs> so um, keep your eyes open and, uh, and try and make it to the other side. But yeah, sixth gear, very, very fast, and uh, like I said, just uh, you know, with concrete wall all the way up the side, there's zero margin for error. It's funny, Matt said almost corners five, six and seven. He said exactly the same thing. All he's trying to do is survive out there. Is it that bad? It is. It's just a really difficult track. You know, it's um, it's very tricky on, on setup. You know, it leaves the engineers scratching their head quite a bit. But, uh, yeah, it's a different challenge and we get better than we can. Gordon, all in all, a disappointing weekend for you here at Rockingham, particularly in race three. Uh, there was a collision between uh, Abbott and Hines there. You seem to have got wrapped up in and involved with, but I don't necessarily think it was your fault. Yeah, just, you know, starting from, you know, that place in the grid, it's quite tricky, and there was a lot going on in the first few corners, and, um, 
it was it was a long race, and uh, yeah, you know, Abbott just came across the front, and um, you know, he spun himself out, but then came back on in the middle of the track, just in time to collect me, and then Hines was unsighted and just yeah. Took, took the other side out of it, I think, as well. So, yeah, just a pain, really, but nothing nothing we can do. No, disappointing. I mean, you've said all weekend to me, driving around Rockingham's just about hanging on, and I suppose in that particular instance, you just weren't quite able to. Just, yeah, wrong place, wrong time, but yeah, it's frustrating for a lot of reasons, but nothing I can really do. So with the rest of the season then, Gordon, I mean, you know, what's running through your mind right now? I mean, obviously there's teams and manufacturers as well, but obviously there were your own title hopes as well for a second title. Yeah, I think it's, you know, driver championships blown now, definitely. So it's about trying to salvage what we can with, uh, you know, with the manufacturers and the teams. It just feels like we're, um, yeah, fighting a bit of a losing battle at the moment through no fault of our own. So, Matt, a disappointing weekend, really, all in all, not just for you, but for your teammate, uh, Gordon Shedden, as well. I mean, just a review um, of the weekend at 17th, 14th, and then you had to fight really, really hard there in race three for, for ninth place. Yeah, it wasn't for the one to try this weekend. Um, I always say you've got to have the rough ones to really appreciate the good ones, but um, I want to go home. <laughs> I just, it's not for the amount of work put in or, or anything, it's just the, it hasn't gone our way. The, the speed differential on the cars is, is pretty astronomical, which is, you know, some circuits we can, we can cope with it. Um, and here with the big long straight, it it's, makes it really hard work. So we, we're, we're fast through the technical section, just um, it's with the with the boost they gift other cars, it makes it makes it really hard work, and it's just the the, the dice haven't rolled in our way. I mean, Silverstone really doesn't sort of differ too much from Rockingham. Uh, I mean, again, do you think you're going to struggle there as well? Uh, yeah, because we're not on a technical we're not on the technical Grand Prix circuit or the international circuit. We're on the the national circuit, which is basically three corners, three straights. So if you've got a you've got a good engine, uh, and we've got a great engine, we're just not allowed to boost on it. So um, we'll just have to cross that bridge when we come to it, won't we? So it's, uh, it's not going to get easy, but, um, you know, we should be very strong at Brands, which is the last one. So there's plenty more racing yet to do. And, you know, as a three-time champion as well, I mean, you, you said about the rough of the smooth. I mean, between now and the three weeks between Silverstone, I mean, how do you even prepare then for a weekend at Silverstone having the weekend that you've had here at Rockingham? You just, uh, look forward, not backward. You know, you've got to prep the cars as much as you can, look at... Look at our strengths, how we can exploit those um, and minimise uh, any deficiencies. You know, we, we, we're gifted in a straight line to the other car. So, um, as I say, it's not going to be easy, but we've got to keep the glass half full and look that way. The Honda UASA Racing Podcast. Without racing, there's no Honda. Oh.